1: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Tuesday. It's January 25th. It's 2022. We have nine NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. And I am joined today by my buddy, Keith Eiser Eyes 819. What's happening, my friend?
2: Not much. Uh, excited to talk about some basketball. We've got football season winding down. NASCAR just around the corner, though. Got to be excited about that. But yeah, nice little nine-game NBA slate to break down here.
1: Yeah, man. Um, I'm excited for the slate and I just, I mean, you look at the slate in like nine games and they're like, there's some really good games on this slate. So, I mean, we start with like Denver at Detroit, so <laughs> not every game is great, but I mean, overall, I think this is a, a pretty good slate. And, um, I mean, We'll have to kind of see. I think when I was looking at it before we got started, there was like six of the games within like four-point spreads. So, I mean, that's kind of what we want to see on a nine-game slate. So, let's jump in. We get started here with Denver at Detroit. two nineteen total. Denver is a seven-point favorite in this one, which I think is a little low. But, I mean, they are going to be missing some people here potentially. Uh, looking at the Denver injury report, Jeff Green's questionable. Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. remain out. Grant is out. Jackson is questionable. Olenek is out again. Uh, looking at Denver here, I mean, Vegas thinks this game is going to stay somewhat close. What are your thoughts here?
2: Yeah, we just saw this game right the other day, um, and it surprisingly stayed close. I, I think that was like a five or six point game. Um, which was surprising to me as well. Um, so I, I guess Vegas thinks it's going to play out very similar here. Um, I'd be curious to see where Jokic's ownership comes in. Obviously, when you have Detroit on the schedule, you're you're worried about the blowout risk. Um, but as long as that that spread stays relatively tight, I mean, e- even if it doesn't, he's still always playable. The guy can smash in even if he doesn't get his full fourth quarter run. So. Jokic is the main piece on, on Denver, obviously none of the other guys really stand out on Denver. Barton has a decent price at 6k. He would be the other one I would consider. Um, they've worked, uh, Bryn Forbes into the rotation now. So the guards are, it's difficult to, to figure out exactly what they're going to do with them. Um, Morris's minutes are probably safe, but guys like Bones Highland and and Campazo, they're really cheap but figuring out that that guard rotation is difficult so probably just Jokic for me maybe a little bit of Barton
1: yeah I mean Jokic is usually the guy that I'm looking at for Denver I think the rest is kind of a hit or miss thing so I mean if you think the game's going to stay close Monte Morris is 4700 he does have like the capability of having big games and these two teams just played and the game was you know a six-point game so you know, there is that possibility. Um, I mean, looking at the Detroit side of things, I mean, if this game's going to stay close, I think Cunningham is going to continue to have to play well. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Pistons?
2: Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense if you're going to play Jokic to run it back with one of these Pistons guys. Kate is, is obviously the guy with the most upside. Uh, we've seen Bay do it that was really more when when Cade was out after Grant got hurt that that Bay and Diallo were really going off so I think their their ceiling is kind of limited with Cade back in there Um, so Cade Cade is definitely the one I want to get to I I mean I could be talked into some Sadiq Bay probably um, but outside of that I don't have much interest
1: yeah I mean like Lyles and Joseph and like Stewart these guys just the minutes are Kind of all over the place. Um, I mean, you're not getting consistent minutes really out of any of these guys. I think like in a large field tournament where it's like top heavy, Hayes is 3,500. I think you could take some tournament shots on Hayes, assuming he's going to play 25 to 28 minutes here um, at 3,500. So. Moving on, we got L.A. Clippers against Washington. Wizards in this one, 216 total. Wizards, a four-point favorite. Looking at the injury report for this one, on the Clipper side, Paul George, Leonard remain out. And then Washington, they're healthy as of right now, as we're recording the podcast right now. uh, They're good to go. Nobody out. So uh, Clippers' side of things here, I mean, you got – Reggie Jackson, 6,500. We know he's capable of big games. Marcus Morris, um, I mean, when he doesn't shoot 0% from the field, um, he can have really <laughs> solid games. Nicholas Batum's minutes are kind of all over the place. Um, Coffee, his minutes are kind of all over the place. And I mean, if you think that Zubach is going to get the minutes, he's 5,200. And if he, it's always a minutes thing for him.
2: Yeah, Morris over nine, and that that last one that that was brutal. He's been really inconsistent here lately. Without George, when George first got injured, he was showing a decent ceiling, but uh, just hasn't looked right here lately. So, I, this isn't really a game I'm, I'm loving on the on a nine game slate. Don't see myself playing many Clippers. Like Reggie and, and Morris are fine; like their prices are are acceptable. They're in play, um, but just just not my favorite spot for them. Zubach is the one who I, I have some interest in um, with all the big guys that Washington has. I think the zoo, the minute should be there in this game. Uh, and he's shown a little bit of a ceiling here recently. Um, he can put up some points if he, like you said, if he gets the minutes. So Zubach would be the main guy I have interest in
1: uh, Washington side. I mean, Beal nine K for Bradley Beal. Like he'll have a game from time to time, but I mean that seems like a lot with everyone healthy. Kyle Kuzma, eighty one hundred, no chance. Um, I'm paying that price tag for him. Dinwiddie, sixty six hundred. I, I mean, Washington's healthy. Like they're they're healthy. Everyone is playing for Washington. I got nothing. I, I mean, maybe you could talk me onto something here, but I got nothing that I like on the Wizards. I'm not
2: seeing anything either. Um, they, they have so many bigs now with, with Bryant healthy. Um, they have Harold and Gafford who've been there, um, and Rui Hachimura back. There's just, there's too many bodies here and they're giving them all playing time. So I'm with you. I, I just, I don't see any way that I want to attack this Washington team. Um, definitely not paying 8,100 for Kuzma with Beal back in there. Um, and Beal just hasn't shown enough ceiling for me this year. Probably won't go to him either. Uh, I think I'm just going to stay away from Washington.
1: Charlotte at Toronto. two twenty-one and a half total here. Raptors uh, three and a half point favorites in this one. This, this line's kind of moved all over the place. Um, so we'll see on the Charlotte side. Hayward is questionable. He's really the only person. Um, and then Birch and Gordon Drogic remain out for the Raptors. So I mean, pretty healthy on both sides here, assuming that Hayward plays. If he doesn't, I mean, that potentially opens up 30-plus minutes uh, to go around. Maybe we see like Ubre or someone um, step into some more minutes. I would assume it'd be Ubre or like a Cody Martin type that would see a bump in minutes here. But, I mean, LaMelo Ball, 8,700, he's always capable of big games, but he really hasn't done much, and his price went back up. So – it's a tough ask for me on him and Bridges. And honestly, even on like Terry Rozier, uh, I think he would be the guy I'd be most likely to play out of the group. But overall, I'm struggling here with Charlotte with these price tags on DraftKings.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm i right there with you. I really like this game environment. Um, Great game. Toronto. Yeah, Toronto struggled on defense a little bit this year. Charlotte plays really fast, and they were horrendous on defense to start the year. They've gotten a little bit better. Um, but they're still not a top defensive team by any means. So it's a game that I have interest in. But yeah, the, the pricing on Charlotte is difficult. Um, if Hayward were out, I think we, that would open up some things. In the last game, Hayward missed. Um, I, I targeted Bridges heavily, and it didn't work out. It's really hard to figure out when that guy is going to explode for his 45 point game or whatever. But he's done it several times this year. Um, if Hayward gets out, if Hayward gets ruled out, I do have some interest in Bridges. Uh, and Ubre as well, as you mentioned the price on PJ Washington, I could probably be talked into, um, 4,900. He's going to be out there for 30 minutes more than likely. Maybe not quite 30 if Hayward does play. So I'm um, definitely going to keep an eye on that Hayward, um, questionable tag because I, I want to find a piece on Charlotte that I can play.
1: Yeah. I mean, like you said, the matchup, the game is fantastic. Um, I think the guy that I'm, I, I think the guy that I'm most interested in playing from Charlotte is PJ Washington. Like he, he's come back, the minutes are back up to where they were at. You know, he's over 30 fantasy points in two straight games. He's 4900. It's a matchup with Toronto. They're gonna need his size. Um, I think he's the guy that I am the most excited to take some shots on here. Toronto side, I mean, it doesn't get much better than playing Charlotte and Fred Van Vliet is 9,100, but Fred Van Vliet is playing monster minutes and he gets a matchup here with Charlotte. I actually think he might be worth this price tag in this matchup.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, he, he has played really well this season. Um, that's not not a price that feels comfortable to play, but great matchup. Um, I want to target this game. Van Vliet's the guy I'm looking at. I'll take some shots on Siakam probably as well. He's also really expensive, but another guy that should be out there for 40 minutes. Like this Toronto team runs such a tight rotation um, that I have interest here, even though they feel a little bit too pricey, but I I don't know. Van Vliet has just, has shown a great ceiling. I like him a little bit better than Siakam if I was forced to choose between the two, uh, but I do like them both. And then I I think you can go down a little bit too. like OG has been playing really well. He's 6,900. That feels a little bit too expensive, but I think he's still playable at that price. And Scotty Barnes at 6,500 I'm quite interested in
1: as well. Um, yeah, I mean, Barnes 6,500, I think that price tag is super fair. I think Gary Trent Jr. I mean, he's come back and he's played 29 and 28 minutes. Um, Assuming that his minutes are, you know, gonna keep going in the right direction. I mean he's just not shooting well. The night that he shoots well, he'll crush at 5k. So it's Charlotte. Like that's the thing. It's it's a matchup against Charlotte. So I think Gary Trent Jr. is someone else you can, you know, play on the Toronto side here. Uh New Orleans at Philadelphia, two ten total here. Philly a four-point favorite. This game opened at five and a half and it's shifted quite a bit point and a half which is a lot um so pelicans are on the second end of a back-to-back we will see um what happens with them we know ingram's been dealing with a little bit of an ankle injury um i mean he would be the big one whether or not he plays or not and then on the philly side seth curry danny green shake milton ben simmons are out theibel is questionable uh talk to me here about the pelicans
2: yeah, obviously entirely dependent upon the Brandon Ingram news. Um, outside of Valentunas, I think Valanchunas is in play, whether Ingram plays or not. Um, tough matchup against Embiid. 7900 though, I think is a fair price. Um, I'll probably sprinkle a little bit of him in there. Um, Josh Hart, I, I believe he left the last game early. Um, I don't know if he ever returned to that game. Do you know offhand? if he He's at 36 back? minutes. Okay, so he did come back. Um, he should be good to go then. Just it was, a, I mean, it was
1: like an ankle roll or something. So, I mean, it could be something that blows up, like, overnight. So, you never know.
2: Yeah, definitely have to keep an eye on it. But uh, assuming that he's not on the injury report, he's, he's fine at 6,500. Um, that, that would be it for me if Ingram is, is in there. Uh, if Ingram is out, we saw Alexander Walker get some good run in the last game. Uh, Herb Jones would be in play at 4,500. So if Ingram is out, I think you can find a lot of value here on this Pelicans team.
1: Yeah. I mean, if Ingram sits, I think that assuming that Graham plays again, because he was kind of questionable going into Monday's game, um, Herb Jones played good minutes. He just didn't have like the greatest game ever from the floor. Um, I mean, depending on Josh Hart and depending on Brandon Ingram, it could potentially open up a lot. We finally, finally got Alexander Walker over 30 minutes. Um, so that's something to kind of just note here. If we get no Ingram and no Hart, um, Alexander Walker would be someone that I think you could play in this matchup at 3,700. I think he'd be very popular if that were to happen too. Philadelphia side. I mean, it beads 11, three, He's always someone that, like, has the ceiling to win you a day. Um, Maxi is just going to play monster minutes in this game. And, I mean, depending on some of this news with, like, Dybull and stuff, Korkmaz is 4,500, and he's been playing big minutes. So, I mean, plenty of minutes to go around here depending on um, some of these injuries.
2: Yeah, definitely a couple of guys still under price and Embiid just off the top has been outstanding. Uh, I think he's going to be your primary spend well, maybe not. We've got we've got Harden later on too, but Embiid is is going to be very much in play. I mean, this matchup against New Orleans is is great for centers. Um, 11-3 that's I mean, that's fine. Embiid scoring 30 a night, you know, he's going to put up the the rebounds and the the blocks, so definitely have a ton of interest in him. Um, and then it's the value for me Maxi at 6400 that that feels a touch expensive but it, like with all of these guys out he should have a ton of usage um, should run the offense um, so I, I do like him quite a bit Corkmas I don't know he, he's a guy that, that I never really like to play but he's been playing a ton of minutes and at 4500 I think you can take some stabs there for sure um, that, that'd be about it for me.
1: Sacramento at Boston is where we end up next. 219 total Celtics, a eight and a half point favorite in this one. I mean, on the King side, Fox and Damian Jones are both questionable. Boston side, PJ Jozier is out and that's really it. So pretty, pretty healthy on the Boston side. And depending on like Fox or not, um, we'll kind of see here on the Kings. Uh, What are your thoughts on the Kings?
2: Yeah, the Fox news is big. Um, Halliburton as a point guard has had a a huge assist rate and has played really well when Fox Fox is out of the lineup. Uh, So if Fox misses, I have a ton of interest in Halliburton at 7,400. Terrence Davis is another guy. He played really well when Halliburton was out and then played really well again in the last game that Fox missed. So uh, he's all the way up to 6k, but he's been paying that price off here recently um i think you do need fox to miss to be able to play him at at that price though um it's not a great matchup against boston so i probably won't go anywhere beyond that um if fox is in there i probably don't have interest in in any of these guys really
1: yeah i mean if fox plays uh, i don't think i play anyone if fox sits terrence davis is playing really solid minutes with no fox and What does that look like if Fox comes back, I think, is the biggest question mark. I think large field tournaments, if Fox plays, maybe you take that shot on on Terrence Davis and just hope that, like, his recent play has been so good that they continue to roll him out there because, I mean, he's shown plenty of upside here at 6K. Boston side, I mean, with Brown, Tatum, Williams, Schroeder, smart all healthy this is one of those teams where there's just not much value overall um because the team's so such a good basketball team
2: yeah it's it's difficult but this is a an outstanding matchup against the kings um so I, tatum i think is the guy i want here like between brown and tatum one of them is probably going to have a big game jalen brown hasn't really he's been struggling quite a bit here recently um they just have so many guys, like you mentioned. But I, I think in this matchup that one of them is, is going to put up a big big score. I'll probably, like, make a group of them, make sure I don't play them together. Uh, but I, I will have exposure to, to Tatum for sure and probably a little bit, bit of Brown as well.
1: All right, L.A. at Brooklyn. If these two teams were fully healthy, this game would be awesome, but they're not. 226 total. Lakers, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Not saying the game's not awesome. I just think it would be better if both teams were healthy. Um, on, the net, on the Lakers side of things, Anthony Davis is probable. DeBiah and Nunn are still out. And then on the Brooklyn side, I mean, this is why this game is like eh. Um, DFS-wise, it's fantastic. We'll get to that in a second. Claxton's questionable. Uh, Kevin Durant, Joe Harris, Kyrie Irving, and Paul Millsap are out. On the Lakers side... With Anthony Davis probable, assuming, what, 20, 25 minutes? Uh, Like, I highly doubt he plays 35 minutes in this game. The biggest question is, does it affect LeBron enough to not have interest in LeBron here?
2: It's going to be dependent upon ownership, and I don't think he's going to be very highly owned. Um, Obviously, we'll have to keep an eye on that um after some news shakes out and all that but i still want to play lebron in this matchup i think um no kd on the other side should be a close game like la is just not very good so even though brooklyn's missing some pieces i think i think this game stays somewhat close um unless lebron just absolutely crushes i i I do have some interest in, in lebron um if if davis is in there which he being probable he probably will be um i think lebron comes in low owned big price tag uh, i'll play him at, at small ownership
1: yeah i mean i definitely don't think i want to play westbrook in this game and he's probably the guy that goes off in this game to 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 like troll me but he is 8300 he's really cheap and i mean i could definitely see um Taking some shots, but I think on the Brooklyn side of things, like James Harden is one of the best plays on the entire slate. Outside of him, it, I mean, it really is going to depend on a couple things like Claxon Klax- playing or not. Um, Kessler Adams has been getting Edwards, not Adams, has been getting solid minutes. Sharp has been playing some minutes, but I think like you don't overthink Brooklyn, you just play James Harden.
2: Yeah, Harden, Harden's a top play on the slate. A great matchup against L.A. Uh, pace up spot. The Lakers play really fast. Uh, Harden is a, a phenomenal play. Um, I, I really like that price tag on Patty Mills, too. Uh, he's going to be out there for 30 minutes with no Kyrie and no Durant. He should be heavily involved in the offense. Um, I think that's, that's a very fair price for him. Um, if Claxton is out, De'Ron Sharp is somebody who will likely get some run. Um, depending on what they do with Aldridge. But but Sharp, I do have some interest in as well.
1: Yeah, I get that. Moving on, San Antonio at Houston. 235.5 total here. The Spurs a three-point favorite. On the San Antonio side of things, Zach Collins is out. And then on the Houston side, nothing really. I mean, both these teams, pretty full strength here. Uh, San Antonio I mean you already know what I'm going to say uh, <laughs> most of the listeners that listen every day already know what I'm going to say but I'll say it anyway I really like DeJounte Murray and I don't care what his price is he's going to be low owned he's someone that can go for 70 fantasy points on any given night and I mean I just love playing this guy
2: yeah absolutely and the matchup is the best that you can get Houston um the fastest team in the NBA and the worst defensive team in the NBA. So, uh, and the Spurs play really fast too, which is why you're seeing that massive total on this game uh, should be all kinds of fantasy points scored in this one. Uh, definitely love Murray. Um, he's, he's continued to show that ceiling for the whole season. So no reason to, to go away from it in this, this great matchup here. Um, Derek White is another one I have interest in at, at 6k. Um, I think that, uh, with the pace of this game, uh, he can pay that off pretty easily. Uh, he's he's shown that he's fully back uh, after missing some time. He's been over over 33 minutes in both of the last two games. Um, so highly interested in Derek White as well.
1: Yeah, I don't mind Derek White. Like my main piece from San Antonio would be Murray. If I'm not playing Murray, I, I mean, Yaka Potal is someone I think you could potentially play with Murray. Keldon Johnson, if he's cheap on FanDuel or DraftKings, but, I mean, for me, it's Murray, and you could fill it in with other pieces. This game's going to be fast-paced. This going to be one of the better potential DFS games on this slate. On the Houston side of things, I mean, Christian Wood, 8K, he could pay that off for sure. Um, Kevin Porter Jr., like the usage is there he could pay off 6,300 so I don't mind you know taking shots on either of those guys um waiting for Jalen Green to have a good shooting night but I think Houston is like those two guys at the top
2: yeah it it, it's definitely those two guys and those are really the only two I just pulled up Jalen Green to see what he's done here recently he was over 11 in his last one so the the shot has definitely not come around um We'll be, we might be waiting on that uh, the rest of the season. But I do have interest in Wood. Um, you mentioned 8, 8K. He, he's shown a 50-point ceiling. So no problem um, with that price in this fast-paced game. And Porter Jr. is the other one. Um, needs his shot to fall a little bit too. But 6,300, very fair. Love the game environment. So I'll I'll definitely have those two guys. Um, I think that's it
1: from this one. Dallas at Golden State, 211.5 total here. Warriors, uh, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Draymond Green remains out. Iguodala's out. Klay Thompson, questionable, dealing with a little bit of knee soreness. Wiseman's still out as well. And then Dallas, I mean, outside of Sterling Brown being out, they're pretty healthy here. Um, any interest in Dallas in this one?
2: I mean, Luca can do it in, in any matchup. But as far as matchup goes, this is this is one of the more difficult ones. Uh, and there there are a lot of things I want to spend up for on this slate. Uh, with Harden, we just talked about. You've got Jokic and Embiid. I want to have a little bit of LeBron and some Giantte. Like I, I just don't see any way that I get to Luca in this matchup.
1: I just this game in general for me is. Golden State's healthy outside of Draymond. Assuming if Clay doesn't play, uh, okay, maybe I take some shots on Curry or Pool if that happens. But overall, I don't like this game. I mean, good basketball game, but yeah, I don't I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you have two stars in this game. Plus, I mean the other guys on golden, like with clay back too. Like it it'll be a fun game to watch, but for DFS, I, I'm not in love with it at all. Um, outside of golden state being an outstanding defensive team, Dallas tries to slow the game down and like their pace is, is slow. So yeah, just, just not a great game to target for DFS in my, my opinion.
1: Minnesota at Portland is where we finish out the podcast for today, Two twenty seven and a half and a half total. Minnesota is a three and a half point favorite in this one. Beverly's questionable, and then on the Portland side, Lillard's out, Nance's out, and Zeller's out. Everyone else is probable. Uh, what do you like here for Minnesota?
2: Yeah, great matchup against Portland. I definitely have interest. Um, it's it's difficult with, like, since Edwards has kind of stepped up his offense um, with Russell there and Towns, obviously, uh, it's difficult to find which one of these guys is going to have the big game. But I, I think one of them certainly will, and I'm, I'll, I'll target all three of those guys. Um, if we have Patrick Beverly questionable, if he misses, I think D'Angelo Russell is a phenomenal play. If Beverly's in there, I'll probably lean more towards Towns and Edwards. Um, I have, I have interest in Towns either way. Um, just I think this is a great, great matchup against Portland. Portland doesn't have, um, the, like Nurkic just isn't a great defender inside. I think Towns has a big game here. Edwards can can put up a ceiling game in any spot great matchup for him as well so um I have a ton of interest in in Minnesota
1: Yeah I have a ton of interest in this game I think this is your hammer game I don't think it's Dallas Golden State and like all right maybe you're a little behind on the early games maybe that's when you go Dallas Golden State to kind of pivot um and and hope that that game outperforms this game but I think if you're in a driver's seat situation this is the game you're 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 sticking with because i mean overall this game is is fantastic and there's a lot of different ways to approach it um on the portland side i mean this is a spot Nurkic could go ham or they don't feed him at all um i think cj mccollum and simons are both you know guys you could potentially take shots on norman powell when he shoots the ball well has 50 plus point upside Uh, a lot of a lot of potential here just overall in this game yeah
2: McCollum is, is the one I'm targeting um, has been playing over 35 minutes here recently a couple of 40 back to back 40 point game fantasy point games so um, feel good even though he missed some time looks like he's getting back into form uh, it feels a little bit too cheap at 7500 honestly where like, like Simon's at 7200 that's a little bit un- uncomfortable with with uh, McCollum back in there so uh, McCollum, I think, is a phenomenal play. He'll probably be higher owned than Simons, though. So Simons might, might make for a great tournament play. Uh, I don't know if I'll get to Nurkic, depending on how center shakes out. It's always difficult when a guy has center only. A little easier on DraftKings since you can play two of them. But uh, I have interest in him. Just not sure how much I'll be able to get, get him.
1: All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Good slate, a lot of different plays. i um, waiting on a little bit of injury news, the uh, potential. And, and, I mean, it's NBA, so always injury news that could potentially change things. But give me a player under 5K that you like to go 7X here.
2: Um, give me uh, Patty Mills at 4,900. Um, KD and Kyrie are going to be out. It's a great matchup against a really fast Lakers team. Uh, I think he he has a great game there.
1: I'm going to go Hayes from Detroit at 3,500. I think, assuming that he gets the minutes, um, he's been a 22 to 25 fantasy point player over the last um, month or so. So over the last couple of weeks, over 8K to go under five X, who's your bust at the top today? A lot of great options at the top today.
2: Yeah, there are. Um we talked about the, the game environment of Dallas-Golden State and how tough of a matchup this is for Dallas. Uh, I'm Luca can definitely pay it off in any matchup, but uh, Luca's the guy I think uh, struggles a little bit today.
1: Yeah, that's who I was going to take, too. I think I'm going to go Jason Tatum, just with everyone healthy. Yeah, he can have monster games. We just watched him absolutely crush 50 actual points against Washington, but um he's the guy that i think i'm going to stay away from in this matchup who's your favorite 6x play today
2: um talked about that matchup with houston for san antonio um just houston's the absolute elite um matchup for fantasy points uh give me Derek white at 6k
1: all right i like that one i'm gonna go fred van vliet I really like this matchup for him against Charlotte. I think this is a fantastic spot with him playing a a boatload of minutes. I think he has a monster game here. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got?
2: I'm going to go with Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, You have Jokic and Embiid on the slate, so he's in the last game of the night. He's a guy that has struggled to hit his ceiling this year, but I love this matchup for him against Portland. Um, I don't think he's going to catch any ownership because you have the other two studs at center uh, and and he's in the, the last game of the night. So um, I think Towns comes in low on and I think he smashes.
1: I think Jakob Podol is someone I really like today. I don't think he's like on a lot of people's radar. He's, he's kind of hit or miss, but Houston fast paced game. I could see him having like a five block, 15 rebound, you know, 20 point game here. So I'm going to go Jakob Potal as like my let's get weird GPP play of the day. like it. Uh, any bets standing out to you here night before? We do have quite a few lines. A lot of them have moved, but anything standing out to you here?
2: Yeah. First thing I looked at was that San Antonio-Houston line, and it's it's appropriately high. The other game environment that we talked about really liking was that Charlotte-Toronto game, and that total is only sitting at 221. So um, I, I like the the over in the Charlotte-Toronto game.
1: Yep. I like that. Um, I thought you were going to take my, you were like talking about the Spurs and I was like, Oh, he's going to take my thing. I like San Antonio minus three. I think this is going to move a little bit. It's, it's moved a couple places to three and a half. I think by lock, we could see this at like four, four and a half in most places. So, um, jump on this at San Antonio minus three. I like it a lot.
2: Yeah, that definitely feels too close with, um, the Spurs fully healthy and Houston just not a great basketball team. So yeah, that, that, I
1: like that one a lot. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
2: Um, fun slate, couple of great games. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. Um, that's that's all I got today.
1: Yeah, I mean this is a this sets up as a really fun slate. So it'd be fun to get some prize picks in, and to be fun to you know build a DFS team and um, yeah, sweat it out. So that's gonna wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back Wednesday talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.